You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 23 of Podcast PXN. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I am joined by the pride of PlayStation, Sean Babiak. Sean, we have tons of delays, more delays. Insert Sean. Insert Sean, yes. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you to everyone watching live and joining us in the YouTube chat. Uh, remember, you can join us each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time live on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN and you will find us on there. Remember, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, The first item we have is a little bit of housekeeping from the end of last week because Nintendo decided to air a bunch of stuff the day after we record. Even though it was a long direct, it was kind of a... inconsequential direct in a sense yeah it wasn't there wasn't that many announcements or releases or any of that stuff true uh the first one is uh smash brothers ultimate is getting new me fighters costumes uh of which include what altair cuphead and um uh, mega man x mega man x yes mega man has already been a character he's already a character in the game yeah um and then obviously is a character costume as well which this doesn't affect the me fighters gameplay it's just like just a costume yeah okay which that would probably be the better part of this whole announcement, in my opinion, because I was the character announcement was incredibly lackluster and the most disappointing of the bunch, in my opinion. Yeah, I, um, I Cuphead agree. should have been the character. If they, if they were gonna have Cuphead, yeah, Cuphead should have been the character. I completely agree. Because you could add an Echo with Mugman. I agree. They don't really yeah. play differently, but like the, just the, aesthetically, aesthetically, it looks awesome. Yep, I agree. Yeah, just a and, total miss off. And to kind of jump on the back of that, the uh, character that they announced as the final character for Fighter Pack 1 is Byleth from Fire Emblem. Uh, so obviously we're huge Fire Emblem fans. No. Well, technically you have to be because if you're playing Smash Brothers, Bad. half your crew is Fire Bad. Emblem characters. Bad. My God. Yeah. Like, we're good with the game. Yeah. I get it. Like, so I don't know if you remember this as like not a long-term Nintendo uh, person, but like... Fire Emblem was not that well known of a series, and then I feel like since the 3DS, since yeah. they or the DS, since they like released their first Fire Emblem, on that Nintendo just keeps pushing them down our throats and will not let it go. And like I get it, the series sells very well. I know it did very well uh, as far as the Switch game yep. that came out last year, uh, but I don't need any more Fire Emblem characters that pretty much play identical. I agree. I just wanted somebody new in that sense. Again, like Mugman, like or Cuphead, like. Those seem like perfect Smash characters to me. Even if I was against the whole Dante coming into the to the fold, I would have been more happy with that than another Fire Emblem character at yeah. this point. It would have been more original. Yeah. Uh, and the last piece of news for Smash Brothers was that we are getting a Fighter Pack 2 with six new DLC characters coming. Uh, I believe they said they would be coming before December of 2021. February of 2022. Oh, God, that's even worse. February 2022. Okay. So it's obviously a lot more spread out this time around. Yeah. um, Which I guess makes sense because technically there's only five characters in this DLC pack. Yeah. Um, Piranha Plant was technically not a character. Wait, it is December 2021. I thought it was 2022. I don't know. Oh. Anyways. Uh, Regardless, I mean, one, it's cool that they are still supporting this. Yeah. Obviously, we know the Switch is a successful console. So, I mean, it's something that's going to continue to be on the forefront of everyone's mind. Um, and this is going to basically be your Smash Brothers uh, game probably throughout the lights of the console, especially with how much love and care they put into it. Yeah. Um, I just would really like to see originality with these characters. That's the only thing. Obviously, this was such a, cl- a clinker for me. Like, I or clunker, I did not. I don't have any feelings toward this. Obviously, I have this season pass, so I'm good to go. But, like, show me more partnerships. Show yep. me Banjo-Kazooie or Joker from Persona. Like, show me something in that caliber. So, if you have to predict one character from this pack, what do you, who do you think we will see from this pack? Uh, that's an incredibly tough one. Yeah. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, I think then one of the next characters will probably be another Animal Crossing character. Um, I could be wrong, but it'll depend on Animal Crossing um, New Horizons uh what that kind of goes with if can i can i not do a prediction but can i do a want sure 
I would really like Ori. Ori, that'd be actually. I pretty think cool. that would be a, kind yeah. of a really cool character to have. I get, yeah. I get. Ori's more two D. Yeah. Um, she has though a lot of mobility that I think would work very well in the Smash. Obviously, she has her projectiles. That's how she does. She's not a physical fighter or something like that. Yeah. But they've shown that you don't need physicality in that game. So that I think that would cool. be a really cool character to have. Can I just say I would like to see an Echo Fighter for Solid Snake and have it Sam Fisher. That's what I want to see. Be, announce, I don't think you'd have to be an Echo character. Well, I don't think you'd have to be, but just as to save them money or whatever. If well, the only downfall is, is like if you think of Sam Fisher and Solid Snake, Snake they're different. They're style. different because obviously he's more um, Solid Snake. I would not say is as sneaky as Sam Fisher. True. Um, sneaking plays a bigger part in Splinter Cell than it does in uh, Metal Gear because you can get away with just being like guns blazing. It's not the best way to go about it, but no. you can go about it that way. And I think Splinter Cell is designed to make you not do that. Oh, yeah. A lot of sections, especially. Yep. But uh, that'd, be, that'd be actually kind of cool. That I just don't cool. know. Sam Fisher is such a slow-moving character. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess so kind of Solid Snake. So it'd be an interesting take. I kind of like that, though. Yeah. I like going out of the box of this stuff. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be only Nintendo properties. They've showed that it doesn't have to be. Like, keep getting creative with this stuff. I agree. Uh, our next news story, keeping in line with Nintendo, uh, Metro Redux has been announced for Switch coming February 28th, uh, and this includes all DLC uh, that came out for Metro Has Redux. there been a lot of DLC for it? Uh, there was a lot, actually. Uh, for Last Light, I think there was two expansions for that. I don't, I don't know that there was a whole lot for 2033, but okay. uh, Last Light I know had a lot. Uh, obviously, this doesn't include uh, Metro Exodus, which is the newest game. Uh, which I, I doubt they'll ever release on Switch because that's pretty powerful. Unless what we talked about last week with the Switch Pro, if that's, a, if that's a true thing. True. I mean, it's but, cool that people get this, I guess. Yeah, I, it's super cool. If you've never played Metro games and you only own a Switch, I would definitely re- recommend playing it, as long as it like plays well. We don't know what it's going to play like. Uh, but if you have a current-gen console, I would definitely recommend playing that way. Correct me if I'm wrong, though, but technically those are already ports from the Xbox 360 PS3 days. Correct, but they are up-res. They are up-res, but possibly better performance than, say, like a a Witcher or an Overwatch. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, So, yeah, that'll be super cool, and uh, keep your eye on it. Yeah, it comes out in a month. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Our last item for Nintendo is uh, there's a new Joy-Con stylus attachment that has been kind of leaked in a uh, patent that they have uh, filed for. So I guess this little um, uh, stylus uh, attachment just attaches to the top of the Joy-Con and it's essentially their way of putting a stylus on the switch without actually having a stylus i guess yeah from the from the leaks of the patent it's on the grip that you actually put on the separate joy con yourself yeah um so like the ones that you always have to make sure that you match up a plus or minus on it and then on the top part uh kind of right next to where the r button would be um for your finger it has the detachable stylus um i think this is a cool thing to have i think it's should have been done sooner um, I pointed out to you the example of uh, people were clamoring for a stylus when it came to Super Mario Maker 2 this past summer. Right. Um, and the UK pre-order version came with it. American did not, though. And I, I thought that was a total miss. And even now, you don't need your stylus for a lot of things no. like like you did on the Wii U. But it, it's a little too late to like get that. Like if I have Super Mario Maker, and I do, yeah. I've already used what I wanted to to create on it. So why do I need another thing to help me out should we do over under predictions for how much this is gonna cost <laughs> uh my guess is 30 uh, my guess was 20 but i don't know i i think when it comes to joy cons they charge an arm and a leg that's insane. i mean joy cons are 80 bucks for two yeah. so crazy uh moving on we have dragon ball z kakarot reviews that have uh, been coming out so Obviously, I don't know a whole lot about Dragon Ball. I never watched the animes and stuff as a kid, uh, and I've not played any of the games. But apparently, this is getting decent reviews. Decent reviews, yeah. So, 74 on Metacritic. Um, uh, This was a game that was on my radar. It still is. Um, Just nothing I'm going to get at the moment. Um, I heard a lot of, like, the positives are the combat itself. Um, It feels very fresh as far as, like, an arena fighter, um, similar to, like, Dragon Ball uh, Bodokai or uh, Dragon Ball Universe, or Xenoverse, sorry, that have come out in the previous years. Um, But where it really kind of falls flat is the 
RPG of it. Um, what I mean by that is kind of the customization of your characters or the traversing the world and having interesting side quests to do. A lot of it seems like you're just going through a world, doing the same things, repeat, uh, all that stuff, and then maybe just like a new skin on those enemies. Um, or a fetch quest, like you have to keep grabbing apples or like cooking ingredients, that type of thing. Um, but I've seen a lot of faithfulness to the Dragon Ball Z saga. Mm. Um, it goes all the way up to the Boo saga, uh, which spans hundreds of episodes in the entire show. Wow. Um, and they've said it's pretty faithful from the reviewers that I've seen and watched and read. Um, so that actually looks pretty cool. Um, I just don't know if it's something I'm going to want to invest in at the moment. Yeah. Granted, nothing's really out at this po- uh, point in time. Yeah. And really, the next one is Ori. But I still like kind of working through my backlog of 2019 while the time's slow. Because if anything, 2020, it's we already insane. knew it was going to suck. Yeah. Now this is your only break in 2020. Yeah. As soon as as soon as March hits, it's go time, man. And not to mention now it's almost uh, it's almost shifting to the fall now. That's the fall's going to be insane because of all what we'll talk about here in a little yeah. bit. But delays have just killed the last two weeks. We've had five delays. Yep. It's insane. So and it's that doesn't look like it's slowing down. I mean, what next week yeah. we're going to find out Last of Us delayed again? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it not. just seems like it's what keeps happening at this point. Right. So, yeah, it'd be, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think it's something I'm going to pick up on a price drop, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see this becoming like a PS Plus or Xbox Gold game at any time. Agreed. I mean, it would probably be a perfect game for Xbox uh, Game Pass. Um, that'd be a cool thing to check out on that just to see what it's looking like. True. But, um, again, if you're really into Dragon Ball games and you liked B- Bodokai and stuff like that, it's definitely going to be probably something up your alley. Just kind of temper expectations when it comes to the RPG mechanics of it all. For sure. Uh, so talking about delays, the first delay on our list this week, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed to September 17th. <laughs> This hurts. This pains me because obviously I was looking super forward to it, and I think you were as well. Uh, I was very interested in interested, it. Interested, yeah. yeah. But it, it looks like a, such an amazing and high quality game that I understand CD Projekt Red wanting to push it back to make sure it's as good as it needs to be. They they are a developer that they're not going to rush something and put it out just to put it out. They're going to take their time and make sure it's right the first time it releases. Like. Witcher 3 was released to acclaim. Like, everyone who loves that type of game loved that game. So, and it didn't release to a lot of problems or anything like that that you often see in this day and age with games. So, I am very okay with this. I am perfectly fine with it. Uh, obviously, it sucks to not be able to play it here in a couple months, but uh, it'll, in the end, the game will, itself will be better. I do want to say it's going to be really funny listening to Unlock this week when they were just talking all this smack about, oh man, I can't believe Final Fantasy is releasing right then and there. And it's like, well, Final Fantasy actually just really helped itself out a lot. (laughs) It did. (laughs) Um, I think honestly, what really is the killer in this whole thing is on the fourth is Marvel's Avengers, because that got delayed the week previously. Yes. Um, And I'm not saying both those audiences are the same, Mm. but I think what Marvel Avengers had going for it is the... It was going coming out after Cyberpunk to begin with. Right. And now it's coming out before. So this is in um, a a living game, too, a living world. And a lot of people, once that game comes out, they're not going to be going back to the world. They're going to be spending all their time in that world. So I think that's going to be kind of a detriment to the whatever online community they're trying to develop in that game. I agree. They so, they had a perfect time slot right before next gen, yep. but right in the slot where there wasn't any games announced. But now they've pretty much screwed themselves. Yep, at this I would point. agree. And I wouldn't be surprised if that game gets delayed again. To be honest, to what to be an actual next gen next year it doesn't even have to be next gen if you remember south park the stick of truth came out early 2013 after the next or i'm sorry early 2014 right after the next gen consoles. Uh, i'm pretty think, sure you're right on that yeah i th- either that or uh stick of truth release date um i was thinking that it came out the year before the year march that, 4th 2014 yes so, you are correct. so yeah so they released that on last yeah. gen the year after the next-gen consoles came out, they didn't even release that on next-gen until later, after uh, Fractured Butthole came out. So it very well could be a situation like that. I, now, today's 
standards are a little different, so maybe they would announce it as a cross-gen title. Probably, yeah, but. on that type of mentality for it. So, But I, I still do think it's going to be a detriment, because who knows what um, Destiny's going to announce, yeah. if there's some new expansion coming That's or true. some sort of massive update, because they normally do their stuff around September. They do. Um, you don't know other games that are going to be coming out, because... Look, we have a lot of games known in 2020, I believe. Uh, we've, we've talked about this being a packed year, but we don't know everything at this point. There's still no. plenty of games that have no release dates or games Coming that we out. don't even know about. Yeah. Um, so, or we know about them, but we don't know about true, them. True, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So it's like, who knows what that spells in the end, but... I mean, you and I both believe that because uh, even Cyberpunk uh, developer CD Projekt Red has said the game is actually done. It just seems like this is a lot of QA testing. Yeah. Um, which, again, for this type of massively marketed game, um, take as much time as you need to test it. I mean, I would, if this is a game that I want to check out, it's not typically typically my type of RPG, but it is something I'm interested in. Yeah. So, like, if I can go in there with no issues, the better. I mean, yeah. we all know how uh, Elder Scrolls launched on PS4. Or, sorry, PS3. Yeah. Just god-awful. So, I mean, if you can prevent that type of glitches, go sure. ahead. Absolutely. Uh, and moving on to our other delay. I was going to say, so a good delay and then yeah. not a good delay. Yeah. So, Dying Light 2 has been officially delayed indefinitely. So, uh, the interesting thing is, is uh, they actually said that... Um, the studio has said that they actually are going to announce what the new release date is in the coming months. So the interesting thing with the wording there, I know you have a different thought, which I think is very well po possible as well, but in the, just based on his wording here, I'm thinking that maybe they announced the release date as a cross-gen title for PlayStation 5 at Sony's reveal event next month, maybe. That's been heavily rumored. Uh, or maybe even like if Xbox has an event, I'm not sure if they will or just show it at E3. But uh, either way, I think that it's possible with the timing of all of that that they just want to announce it as a next-gen, uh, cross-gen game. So essentially launch on the next-gen consoles, but also come to the current-gen consoles as well. Uh, that's just my thought um, based on what they were saying. Uh, but they also did say that they wanted more development time to fulfill their vision. So that also gives you a little bit of worry uh, that maybe the game's not in a great state like you were I'm, thinking. I'm worried that it's almost a uh, Dead Island situation at this moment. Um, similar games. Um, obviously, Dying Light was received more favorably than Dead Island itself, like the first one. Um, I don't even remember really what my theory was when I was talking to you on the side. Yeah. But I just, it, to me, it kind of just spells a little bit more gloom and doom than it does. Right. The, a lot of these these games are, if we believe they're getting delayed into next gen or cross gen, essentially. I feel like they're kind of letting the language kind of lead towards that. Yeah. I don't know if they're letting the language lead towards this. Right. Um, they didn't say indefinitely. All they they didn't give a date. Yeah. Um, true. True. So everyone's just attaching indefinitely on there. True. So I guess it's kind of our own faults for believing this, but I, I feel like if you knew something concrete and you wanted to keep the hype going for your game, you would have announced the date. Like no. to me, the conversation for dying light two now is negative. Whereas if they would have said, uh, coming to Xbox, uh, series X, um, on whatever november 29th or whatever you'd be like oh man that's an xbox series game like yeah. hell yeah that's gonna be awesome but now it's just like i don't even know if i'm playing it on my xbox one x right. like who exactly. knows so i don't know it's just it's just a way they worded it i didn't think it was the best way for them yeah i agree completely um moving on to uh some playstation news um, are we doing our predictions first real quick so, which games are getting delayed next week? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Hopefully not Halo Infinite, or I'll be crying. Uh, I don't think they could afford to delay yeah. that game. Because if that's getting delayed, then uh, Project Scarlet... Well, I, I just said Project Scarlet. Xbox Series X is getting delayed I was going to well, say, what would be the point title? of launching the console without a yeah. marquee title? Halo, yeah. yeah. Although they did that with 360 and Xbox One, sort of. But. True, but this has already been marketed for so long right. now. Yes. Uh... 
moving on to some PlayStation news. Horizon Zero Dawn, according to Jason Schreier from Kotaku, who is a very, very well-reputable source uh, in the game industry. He always gets the inside scoop on everything. Uh, he's saying that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC this year. So this has, this has important ramifications for the future of games because if this is true, then Sony is clearly uh, shifting their strategies to something more similar to what Microsoft is doing, saying, hey, we want as many people to play our games as possible, which is great. Like, I want to see more people play these games that are fantastic, both on PlayStation 4 exclusive and Xbox exclusive. I want more people to be able to play them so for these games to come to pc that's awesome and i hope that 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 continues to happen and continues to expand and there were some a little bit of grumblings about uh naughty dog hiring for some pc positions that people think maybe may lead to last of us part two eventually coming to pc as well which is cool and the thing is is it doesn't have to be day and date microsoft's exclusives are day and date uh exclusives on xbox and pc but PlayStation 4, they could do a, a, maybe a six-month exclusivity where it's on PS4, then six months later, port it to PC. I think that would be a fine alternative as well. Just, I agree, yeah. Just to get more people playing these games. My, my, my I guess, big-picture theory was, because um, we were talking about it like, in comparison to Microsoft, because like Sony and Microsoft can't escape each other, especially this year, yeah. given what's going on. Um, is I would be very curious to see if this does come into fruition. This is something that happens and it continues to happen. Um, are we maybe going to see some sort of partnership with Sony on maybe Valve side? Um, just because I don't think Sony's going to take, regardless of what they do, they're not, a, they're not in the PC business like Microsoft. Microsoft didn't need really to do that much to set up their own store. Right. Um, and I say that obviously knowing there was probably a lot that went into it, but like, that made sense for Microsoft because of being the PC. Sony is not that company. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't it be smarter for them to have a partnership and what better partnership than with Valve? Yep. They've already had a partnership with them before. Not one that was super successful for either one, but why not maybe revisit those conversations and say, Hey, how about a couple of your steam exclusives that you get put yeah. on Sony's platform and then we'll give you some of our exclusives and it's kind of a win-win and who benefits from this whole thing? Just the gamers. That, well, that and <laughs> valve valve does because, too. Yeah. Because Microsoft's exclusives now are all coming to steam and windows yeah. store, which is interesting because that essentially means if you have steam, you have every game that you could possibly ever want. Yep. So, so I, I don't know. It'd be an interesting take. I, I don't know if it would happen, but it's just right. kind of my big picture what could happen in the end. True. Uh, continuing on our uh, PC train, we're really leading into these next stories. These are great transitions. Uh, half the P and <laughs> uh, PXN stands for PC this yes, week. Yes, there's PC as well yes. in there, uh, somewhere. You just have to find it. PlayStation, so, PC, Xbox, and Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very faint. Uh, Half-Life, the entire series, is free on Steam until the day that Half-Life Alyx launches in March. So this is super cool just because... Um, I think that uh, it's very important for people to, you know, that have never experienced Half-Life before and want to play Alix. They want to be able to experience what that story is because otherwise they're not going to have interest in Alix. Uh, I tried Half-Life a long time ago and I didn't really get into it. But I may, with this being free, I may try to jump back in on PC just to see like if I have any updated thoughts on it or if I'm. A Did you play more... the original or two? I played two because okay. it was on Orange Box. Okay, uh, and that was my first experience yeah. with it. Uh, so I think this is a super cool, great way to get people introduced into the Half Life universe, especially younger people who may not have been around when that came out. I, I would mean, agree. We're in 2020 now. People who were born in 2002 or 18. So, yeah, they never played I mean, either one of them. Right, exactly. And they've only heard everyone always, excuse me, cry about how great these games are. Yeah, so that's that's a very cool news story. And then uh, there was a little bit of something about voice actors with Alix, but I think it was just their switching. It was just kind of revealed that um, Alex Vance, uh, or the character, that the actress that played Alex Vance in the Half-Life 2 and the episodes that followed it, uh, was replaced for the actual Half-Life Alex game that comes out in March. Um, so there was a little bit of uproar with that. Um, gotcha. I, I, 
the only thing I could say is I like, get people being upset, but also this game has been like 15 years prior. So it's like really, it's it's tough to say, especially to even like an actress, even if they wanted to, like, hey, come back for it. Yeah. Um, the only uh, real time that I ever got upset about any actor, actor, actress not reprising the role is honestly David Hayter in Metal Gear Solid Five, because um, that was just a stupid thing on Konami. Basically, just boxing him out altogether, and like, oh yeah, we're not even calling him. We're gonna do Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, he's gonna do such a good job. That, like, no, that was such a terrible decision. Yeah, and I there was so many people pissed off about that, and I'm not even sure. There were people saying that it was a Kojima decision, but I'm not sure if it was a Kojima decision or if it was Konami. Konami. Yeah. So mostly too because I remember one of the coolest things on that Smash Brothers reveal trailer is when they showed Snake and they made sure that Snake's voice was heard. So you're like, it's David Hayter again, and then he tweets out afterwards like, yes, I'm back in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah, you you are everyone's solid Snake, not Kiefer Sutherland, exactly. even though he was a snake. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so our last, well, not our last one. We still have two more. I was gonna uh, say you, ne- you wrote <laughs> some yeah, in there, but I forgot. I forgot we added one. Uh, our next one is Ninja Theory has actually announced a new game project. Uh, they just called this uh, Mara, so it's Project Mara, uh, and they showed like a 40-second teaser. Uh, this is very interesting because it seems like it's like a psychedelic, I don't know, a psychedelic, not a psychedelic, that's not the word I'm looking for, psychological type of experience. I like psychedelic, like, yeah, psychedelic. Man. I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> psychological type of game which is very much in the vein of ninja theory's last games i mean hellblade for instance uh is a very uh psychological uh game it kind of messes with your mind this looks very similar in that regard except uh there was a little teaser of like maybe like an infection or maybe a person who's infected or maybe she's just imagining or it. spiritual successor to silent hill to, or that's, to PT. Hon- that's honestly the, the pt yeah we don't talk about pt the hey, game that never was it's still on my ps4 the, the pt demo yeah i deleted mine so uh so i think it looks uh, super interesting and uh obviously this is the other team that ninja theory has the hellblade team is making senua Sa- saga uh, Hellblade 2. Oh, good. Uh, you said it correctly. Well, I, I actually... Jeez. I said Senua's Saga, nope. and then I was like, I nope. better say Hellblade 2. I was right 2. all along. Nah, yes. You're, no. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I, I think this will come out before Hellblade 2, uh, just because I, this looks very much like a smaller experience. I get that it's only a, a uh, code name right now, Project Mara, but it definitely feels like a much smaller scale game than... Uh, for instance, Senua's uh, Saga, uh, which seems like a very big game. Like it seems like I think Hellblade Two will be more. fall of twenty twenty one. Ooh, I don't think so. I think it'll be twenty twenty two at the earliest. Oh, you think that? I uh, see. Yeah. I was thinking you thought it was going to be earlier. No, see, no, I, no. I'm thinking twenty twenty one at the moment. But again, nothing else is announced until probably the yeah. coming months. Just because Phil said it was really early in development, and uh, I saw that ha- Halo Infinite trailer at E three twenty eighteen, and I was like, oh, this game's coming next fall, and here we are, twenty twenty, still don't have it. So. I definitely think it's at least maybe this fall. I think it's two years out. That's just what I'm thinking, and that would line it up to maybe fall 2021. Um, but I'm just saying 2022 to be safe. Yeah. So no, I get you. Uh, so that looked interesting. And our final news story is uh, there's a super cool effort going on right now for uh, game developers. So uh, there is a problem in Australia right now where problem. Pretty, yeah. Pretty much half of Australia is on fire right now. Um, And I know they've had a lot of rain recently, so I think that has helped uh, with the whole fire situation. But some game developers have uh, banded together to uh, try to raise money in order to donate to uh, the the proceeds that would help uh, basically stop getting Australia on fire, essentially. Uh, So... (laughs) A couple shout-outs here. Uh, Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare has some DLC available that you can purchase that is all cosmetic stuff that you can actually support them, and they are donating the proceeds to Australian charities in order to help Australia and everything happening there. Uh, And also Bungie uh, with Destiny is... Uh, they created a custom T-shirt design uh, that one of their artists drew up, 
uh, and anyone who buys this t-shirt, uh, all the proceeds will go towards um, d the two different charities that are supporting Australia as well. Uh, and this t-shirt also comes with an emblem for Destiny 2, which is super cool uh, as well. And the, sh the shirt looks freaking awesome. Like, I may buy this shirt because it's like 24 bucks, and it looks super cool, and it's for charity. So, yeah. why not? Uh, and one last thing I wanted to add to this as well, since we're kind of talking about, like, sentimental stuff there was a super cool story this week that i saw uh of a kid that his father or yeah her father it was a girl right i believe it was a girl yeah her father created a custom con 2020 so you never know yeah i yeah uh, created a custom controller uh for her through the xbox adaptive controller so basically there's a bunch of buttons that go through the xbox adaptive controller and actually uh, plugs into the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, and she's able to play Breath of the Wild on her TV screen with this device that her dad made that goes through the Xbox uh, adaptive controller. I just think this stuff is super awesome because, like, when Microsoft first announced this controller, like, they got a ton of praise for it, uh, but I don't feel like it's necessarily gotten uh, the media attention for it, I guess, that of the impact that it's having on the people that are actually like using this stuff. Not like, mainstream. A, I know gaming media yeah, did definitely that's give what them I mean. a lot of credit. Yes. That's but what I mainstream mean. did not. Well, they overlook yeah. the genre as it is. And it's like, it's, it's such an important thing because these, these kids like are stuck in a position where they have nothing, um, uh, nothing else to look forward to, I guess is the word for it. And, like, this is something that they can look forward to. And, like, this is a cool way to interface with such an amazing game like Breath of the Wild to just allow more people to play. That's that's the whole thing that's awesome is just seeing all these new people playing that. Yeah. Don't, didn't get a chance. Well, especially being that it's a different peripheral for a different console is yeah. a really cool thing that he was able to get it to work. Obviously, I know a lot of people are a lot better at technology than you and I. Uh, but it's still something cool that Xbox was able to facilitate this, in a sense, uh, with their controller for a Nintendo console. Yeah. Uh, and she got to play one of the greatest games ever made. True. Uh, moving on to games we were playing. Uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze I completed on Switch. I you only 100%ed it. No, I did not 100%ed it. I completed all the levels. I wanted to throw my Switch about 17 times, give or take 30 million. 17. Uh, yeah, 17. <laughs> 17 on one boss when yeah. I came home yeah. that one day. 17, give or take 30 million, okay? <laughs> uh, so that game is very infuriating on some boss levels, but overall, I, I liked the game. I thought it was solid. Uh, it wasn't like anything, uh, my favorite platformer or anything like that. It was, it was a good game. Um, I, I was glad I played it. It was solid experience. Uh, the boss battles were very infuriating. And if I had played this on Wii U without the funky mode where you get a lot of help and you get items and stuff that help you out through the levels, I would not have played this game. I would have not have finished this game. I would have set it down and said, nope, I'm not going back to this ever again. So... Just a shout out to my Nintendo. pain. Your pain brings me some pleasure on that. Yeah, shout out to Nintendo for making <laughs> it actually bearable. Uh, and then my last game uh, that we actually both played was Rock Band Four. We went back to so a lot of fun with that. Some guitar and drum action. So it was cool to just go back and just. I used to be hang so it. good. Yeah. I suck. <laughs> I was good on guitar, awful on drums. I just, I, I think it's, you're, I, we both remember that craze, man, like of rock band. A lot of people do too, as far as the music peripheral genre. And it's been God knows how many years since I played. And it really showed like how long it's been since I played on those. Because I could not figure out for the life of me, like, I used to have like this stuff memorized as far as all my fingers. I mean, I could do up too hard on most songs. Like I could do the orange button and I couldn't do anything. I yeah. was just like, I'm so confused right now. Yeah. That made me feel old as hell. True. <laughs> True. But it was kind of cool to go back to it. It was. Awesome. Especially with how many songs. I never played, honestly, the fourth one. Yeah. Um, I only played up through three. There's a million songs. They, actually, what they did with four was super cool. They uh, they let you import your songs from Rock Band 2 and 3. You had to put in this code that essentially you got to download the, your entire roster of songs from Rock Band 2 and 3 for free. 
Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know yeah. it was free, too. That's why I had so many songs, because I had both two and three. Uh, yeah. Okay. that's Yeah, that is actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you said Rock Band. I also dabbled a little bit into Super Metroid. Um, got back into that, just playing that at night on my Switch. Um, obviously, one of my favorite games of all time. Um, it's just... It still super holds up well. I mean, there's not much to say. But I did finally start Resident Evil 2. Um, the GOAT. No, not the GOAT. Jesus. But it was really good. I'm liking a lot of it so far. So I haven't left the police station yet. I still have one more medallion to find. I haven't played it for a few days now. Um, Most of the game takes place in the police station. Yeah, by the way. but I know you leave a couple of times yes. to go other places. Yep. Um, so very beautiful. Um, I chose to play as Leon. Um, just because I like Leon better than Claire, mostly because Leon, Claire, help me. okay, Ashley, that's Ashley. <laughs> uh, mostly too because Claire pissed me off so much in uh, Veronica. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, I am really enjoying it. Uh, the atmosphere is a lot more. I I don't know if it's the updated graphics or just how the camera angle feels a lot better this time around, especially with you being able to control it and you controlling your shots. The controls are um, so much better. It, but it just feels so more atmospheric and almost a little bit more pressure this time around. Yeah. They close on you very fast when it comes to the zombies. Um, you feel a lot like very limited supplies, um, like I love in my Resident Evil games. Like I love feeling that if I am not smart with my ammo, I am going to put myself in a hole and be screwed. True. Um, I like that they will follow you too. They'll open up doors. Um, that's a really cool aspect for it. Um, I haven't gotten to Mr. X yet at all. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to that and that pressure. Yeah. Uh, cause obviously you're going to have to ramp that up when it comes to, uh, Resident Evil three that releases later in the year. Remember um, where your save rooms are yeah. and run to them. Yes. Uh, so and I, the one thing I did want to call out that I didn't really see a lot of people talk about was the, um, the map and just how kind of intuitive it was for you this time around. So a lot of times in Resident Evil, you're trying to remember, like say you, uh, you found a key and you're like, Oh crap, I don't remember where this went or a puzzle piece. Now what the map does, it has like an exclamation mark on things that you saw and it'll give you information for it. If you hover over that. So that was actually a really cool, um, like update to it to kind of help you out when it comes to, cause as the, the, police station is an old abandoned museum that they turned into a police station so obviously it's gigantic and it's sprawling so it's really cool that even though this is like i don't feel confused because i still know where to go like i'm thinking of new players especially like you that was your first time playing resident evil 2 Correct. like you were probably not that confused or even if at all when it came to the puzzles you knew okay mission to mission to mission what you're doing what you're looking for where to open or back in the day it was like oh god i'm just trying to find a room to stay safe in for a few minutes yeah so i thought that was a really cool update for it if i had played this back in the day i probably would have hated it with how bad or how different the mechanics were back then like i absolutely loved the remake yeah and if i had played the original i probably wouldn't have even played the remake because i would have been like so turned off but well luckily as we know the the tanks tanks are gone yes. uh, it is a kind of a form but look at it this way you can move while shooting which is an ungodly great thing like yes. i it's so funny if like you see people go back to like some of those games and like you can't move while shooting. It's like, yeah, you had to be stationary. It sucked. <laughs> and, and that's what makes me sad that they made that uh, original Resident Evil remake that wasn't even really like a full-blown remake. It was more a remaster. I wish they would have remade that in the vein of Resident Evil 2 before 2 because that it felt very like halfway. Like, well, I get it. It was just a, the remaster yes. of the or the the HD version of the remaster from that was on GameCube. GameCube. Yeah. Um, I still actually enjoy that. I actually did re, uh, repurchase that for my PS4 um, just because I had such fond memories of that game um, on my GameCube. Um, I still like it today. It still holds up very well. Still, and it's honestly not a long game. Like you can probably beat Resident Evil like taking your time within maybe like six or seven hours true so it doesn't take long at all cool all right so moving on to our topic of the show uh our topic this week is we're gonna do some metacritic rating predictions for games that are coming in 2020 uh these are games that we are interested in personally this isn't a complete list of games coming in 2020 uh it's just the ones that kind of stood out to us personally um and this is just going to be our predictions of what we think the Metacritic rating is going to be. We can talk a little bit about each one, but uh, 
it's mainly going to be us just trying to decipher, like, what do we think these games are going to do critically? And full disclosure, too, this is kind of an idea that we got from Kind of Funny yes. as well. Um, and we're just doing our own take on it to give them full yes. credit for it. Th- thank you, Greg, for allowing us to do this. We'll send you the check here in a couple weeks. Yeah. How much is our check? <laughs> I'm kidding. We aren't sending so him a Daniel dime. So Daniel will send you $1 million. No, Daniel will not, Greg, if you're <laughs> listening to this, which you aren't. But if you were listening to this, Greg, we aren't paying you a dime. Sorry. His name's Gregory, so you're fine. Gregory Miller. <laughs> Gregory Miller. That's how her his wife says it. Miller. Miller. Yeah, because she's like, um, she's French, so she has like a weird accent. So she says Miller. I wouldn't say it's a weird accent. Well, it's just it's a, no. Accent. It's just a funny accent. <laughs> it's a funny accent. Miller. She's no. I like his wife is super funny. But anyways, that's neither. So here we're gonna go there. by basically uh, chronological release date, um, except for a few of them that we're not hundred percent on the release date. But we're pretty confident in our predictions that they're going to be um, either launch window of the new consoles or, or late 2020 at this point. Yep. So uh, the first game on the list might be one that we are both most excited for in, in, in unison, I guess, is what I'd say. Other than maybe Last of Us. But uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps is the first game on this list. I'm very excited for this, as are you. Uh, I think this game will do very well, just like the original game. Uh, I'm thinking like a 95. 93 is what I'm going with. Ooh, 93. There are some people that I think it's going to be more of the same, which in my mind is not bad at all. We talked about this last week with Borderlands 3. Um, I just think some people will hold that against it. True. Um, I think there are. We've already seen more combo mechanics shown off in videos and stuff like that. But I think people are not going to see too much new and kind of give it a little downgrade because of that. But again, this is going to be a game that I'm going to love. I know. Absolutely agreed. Same same sentiments. Uh, The next one, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. So. I don't even know what the other Animal Crossing games have gotten in the past. Have they been reviewed well in the past? Decently well, yeah. Decently well. So I'm going to say Animal Crossing New Horizons, with all the hype that has been behind a new Animal Crossing game on Switch, I'm going to say 91. God, you're going high. I'm going high. 83. 83. 83. I don't think Animal Crossing is what it once was in today's world climate okay. and i don't think that's something that probably that they may have taken to effect um nintendo's a little bit old school in their thought with some things and so i think what they thought was a good mechanic from years ago is not going to translate to a good mechanic now Fair. um but it'll be interesting uh and next... i think microtransactions when it comes to the animal crossing on the phone is going to probably translate to that game and Ooh. i don't think it's going to be done at all well. yeah i don't think people will like that yep. if they do that uh, the next one, Doom Eternal, which I'm very excited for that game. Uh, and actually, there's been a lot of new uh, previews uh, recently. We didn't put this in our news, but there's been a lot of previews from uh, media outlets covering Doom Eternal, and a lot of praise has been said about Doom I still Eternal. Need to, I still need to watch the video. I think IGN had 19 minutes of the, fir- yep. or the first 19 minutes. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. We talked about this last year during the beginning of our podcast. This is one of your top five anticipated. This is definitely moving into mine now. Uh, I just, everything I keep seeing and hearing gets me more and more pumped for this game and this single player campaign that I think is going to probably top um, 2016's version. Yeah, and that's what everyone's been saying yeah. so far. They think it's it's going to be far and above better than the original mm-hmm. Doom, which the original Doom 2016 was such an amazing campaign. It was awesome. Yep. Like, and it's not that it was like an awesome because of its story. It was awesome because of its element of non-consistency. Yeah, it it always felt like you were doing something different than what you were just doing that previous level. And enemy then, design was yes. unique in every aspect. The carnage truly gave you that powerful feeling. Um, you never felt like you were underprepared for a battle um, with what the mechanics were and what you could do. Um, for this one, honestly, um, I don't know what the first one is. Maybe we should have probably researched some of these. Um, but yeah. I am actually going at a 91. No, 91. 91. Okay. Uh, I was thinking... Man, I was really thinking high 80s, low 90s. I'm going to say 90. So so right around the same threshold then. Right around the same, yep. Uh, so the, our next one is kind of in line with uh, what we were talking about a little bit ago, which is Resident Evil 3 Remake. 
So, nemesis. Oh, yeah. Uh, can't forget Nemesis. Uh, you will not be forgetting Nemesis, trust me. True. That's true. I'll have nightmares about it. Uh, 2 Remake was such a good game, and, man, I just feel like they're on it. Capcom's been on such a good trend lately. Last two years. After they started this generation awfully. Yep. Uh, they've been really good. So, man, I'm going to say 92 for Resident Evil 2. I actually remake. agree with that sentiment. 92. I agree with okay. that sentiment on that. All right. Um, that that sounds appropriate for... That was my fir- my favorite Resident Evil of those ones, of the trilogy, um, before Resident Evil 4 came out, and then just already being impressed with what I played of 2 so far, I see it continuing. Now, the only thing is, this is a different studio that is making this game. That's true. So there might be some changes that we're not accustomed to, but as far as the look... Yeah. It's got the same look as same it. Same engine, yep. just different people. Here's where we differ. It, we do, We will? Yep, guarantee it. Oh. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, so obviously I don't have a ton of experience with Final Fantasy, but I know it's a really well-loved franchise, and I know Seven in particular is really well-loved. So here's what I'm going to give it. I'm going to say 95. Yep, I knew we were going to differ. Uh, 77. 77? Wow. I, I, ha- I am obviously going to get this game. I am super excited for this game. Yeah. Don't let that fear you, uh, that I'm not going to be, like, happy or impressed with this game. I don't have a lot of faith in this, faith in this game, though. The delays, minus this last one, scared me. Um, the marketing itself scares me. I don't think there's going to be enough content there to justify the $60 purchase, uh, especially with it being mostly concentrated on Midgar from the rumors. Um, I think the new combat, while getting new players, is going to be great. I don't think you're going to have those old players returning for the game. So I, I know that's kind of an odd way to go for a game that I'm super excited for, but I yeah. can see this game being very divisive coming out in a few months. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, our next one, I know you don't know a whole lot about this, but uh, Wasteland 3, which is... Kind of like a top-down post-apocalyptic uh, RPG experience. It's almost like if you've ever played Fallout One or Fallout Two. It's I very have much... played Fallout Two. Oh, okay, yeah. it's very much in that vein. Okay, it's a post-apocalyptic top-down RPG experience, uh, which obviously it's coming from In Exile, who Microsoft purchased. Uh, I think this game. So Wasteland Two, for context, got eighty-one. Uh, I think that this game will be a little bit better. I think it'll be 84. That's my guess. I'll go with an 82. 82, okay. All right. Uh, Moving on, we go to probably our most anticipated game that we collectively agree on this year. Uh, Last of Us Part 2. So this is obviously, man, this is going to be, it should be primed to be an absolute masterpiece. However... You never know. It is the game industry. You never know what you're going to get. Even though it is Naughty Dog, they've always made great stuff. Uh, minus Uncharted 3's pieces that I meh, really didn't like. And Lost Legacy, I wasn't as big on. But uh, I'm very excited for Last of Us Part 2. Uh, I know you've talked about before saying that it doesn't need a sequel. Um, I'm gonna... No matter what I'm excited for, but yeah, I don't yes. think it needed a sequel. Uh, I'm going to say... A 96 for Last of Us. We differ from this one as well. Really? I'm saying an 87. Whoa! Wow! And I know that's breaking from our uh, preconceived notion of Naughty Dog. Yeah. I think this is where they fumble a little bit. Um, I think... I don't think the story is going to be as good. I don't know if the... I think it's going to almost run into a Red Dead Redemption gameplay vibe that I had as far as the controls being outdated. Because let's be honest, the controls for Last of Us were Uncharted controls, and that's essentially what it looks like still. So So I think it might get hurt on with its outdatedness. My question is, Red Dead Redemption 2 didn't critically get hurt by that as far as Metacritic goes, so do you think that's going to be affected, or just by your thoughts of it? I guess my thoughts at this point. Because that's what you got to think of, Metacritic, this is... Like that's true collectively. yeah I, I just i i don't know if everybody's as hyped for this as we think they might be i think it's going to be a big big thing i think it's going to do very well commercially yeah. i don't think it's going to be as strong as last of us the original mm-hmm. um i would not be surprised and this is just me kind of thinking out loud 
if that does not, it's not a lot of outlets game of the year. Um, I think right now, if you're looking at a game of the year contender, obviously um, Halo Infinite. I was gonna go with Cyberpunk, depending on how things turn out, or if Zelda Two actually right. happens. Sorry, and, yeah, obviously it's Halo Infinite. Yeah, you're right, right. absolutely. That's weird. Halo Infinite. Yeah. I left that. Agreed. Out. So moving on, I left that. Out. That's weird. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is the next game. Uh, so this game is we know nothing still about in mystery. Yeah, still shrouded in mystery. Coming summer uh, at some point. Um, but as far as the pedigree for Sucker Punch, who's the developer, I feel like they have a good pedigree, and I feel like they all just... the infamous is reviewed very well. Yep. Sly Cooper always reviewed very well. And honestly, Infamous Second Son was almost my favorite Infamous. Even though it had its problems, I enjoyed playing it more, almost more than the original two games the original i liked more than two but uh i like two man. better actually in new, the new Did orleans you? setting yeah mm. two was my favorite but ghost of tsushima we don't know a lot about it yet i'm gonna say this is the b tier game for sony and i'm gonna say it's gonna be an 86 that's exactly what i was gonna say as well because i don't really? know much oh. yeah the yeah. one thing i do want to say is i totally left this out that's my bad uh neo 2 comes out on march 17th uh that is going to be a 97 neo 2 neo 2 okay all right uh so the first one uh, at least on i remember ign gave it a 9.5 a lot of other outlets it was scoring in the high 90s actually kind of want to look it up now but it was such a well-loved game you said 92 uh no 97 oh 97 yeah uh hmm i'm gonna say that's my bad i totally forgot about that game and what should i say for this I'm going to say 90, just because I feel like 97 is really high. I don't know if they can hit that threshold. I'm going to say 90. We'll see. I'm, try- I'm still trying to look it up. My internet's So it has an 88 on Metacritic. 88. So okay. that's after a couple of years. So 97, so. that'd be a big leap. It is. It is. But I have a lot of faith in this game, given how much I love the first. All right. All right. 90 and 97. So... Uh, moving on, Marvel's Avengers, which just got delayed, and we're not even sure, I'm not even sure if this is gonna not be delayed again to 2021, but, uh, I'm thinking that this may be a Anthem situation. This is my lowest one. Uh, Yeah. This is truthfully my lowest one. I think this is gonna be an Anthem situation, and I'm going to say a 79. Oh gosh, you're more gracious than I am. Maybe I'm just very negative today. Maybe. 64. 64. Ooh. I don't think it's going to be what everybody wanted because we've already we've already talked about the mixed messaging uh, so far from everything. I don't think the delays are honestly going to help it because I think it was in trouble before then. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if, like you were kind of comparing it to Anthem, I don't know what happens after you beat the game. How do you you can keep people enthralled in a shooter such as Destiny after the game because of the grind because of leveling up. Um, I I don't know how you feel that in a superhero third person action game. Yeah, like how are you gonna upgrade Captain America? He's already Captain America. Yeah, like, like you're just gonna do costumes, but like yeah, what's the point? We've already criticized its graphical style. How well are those costumes gonna look in the end? Yeah, I agree. Uh, this next one is obviously a huge one that we've been talking about. Cyberpunk 2077 that just got delayed as well. Uh, this game I'm very, very excited for. It is my second most anticipated game this fall. Obviously, the most anticipated we'll be talking about here shortly. Yep. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. No. Oh, sorry. Definitely not. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, I think we'll get... I think this will be easily cd project red's best game that they've ever released so i'm going to say 98 jesus yep 94 94 um which regardless and maybe we should press with all of this metacritic is just the combination of yes. every single review from major outlets and stuff like that and they do have user scores too as always follow the people that you like that you value opinion of uh yeah. who review games to make sure it's something that's going to be something for you when yeah. you buy don't just listen like, if you love Halo and you trust Daniel's opinion on Halo, obviously you're going to want to listen to what he says about it. Yeah. Um, same thing with me for, like, a Souls-like game or Metroidvania um, type thing. But if you and I started getting talked about, like, hey, fighters, 
Yeah. Like, we're not really the guys you want to listen to if you're fighters. We, no. If we play them, they're incredibly casual. Yeah. I only buy one a generation, and I bought my one this generation two years ago. Mortal so. Kombat 11, I bought... I, I usually buy all the Mortal Kombat games, but, uh, like, the recent one, I waited till it was on sale for super cheap because uh, I just play the story, yeah. and then I'm done with and it. And I got Dragon Ball Fighter Z just because yeah. I, I, that game was a lot of fun, but still, it's just not my cup of tea. So, obviously, don't listen to me what I'm saying, but no. Cyberpunk... I, I think this is the game of the year. This is the one that everyone's going to be competing with, um, even before it comes out. Because, um, again, I don't have any reason to not believe that this game is not going to have the utmost polish and everything. True. Plus, Keanu Reeves is in it, let's be real. That's true. Um, but it'll be very interesting to see how this story gets done uh, in the end. I want to see how much actual um, choices you have that affect. Because... Uh you have choices in all these games. They don't ever really affect the outcome. I'm changing my score to 97. 97? Because I just thought of something. 97. You'll learn here in a second. Uh, oh, my moving God. On, if Halo gets Watch, a 99. Watch Dogs Legion is the ridiculous. next. Watch Dogs Legion is the next game on this list. and But uh, not a game with a release date. Correct. But we are just assuming it's going to be a cross-gen game in the fall next year. That's our assumption just because uh they got uh pushed to march 2021 like that's the that's the cutoff it yeah could be. uh and i just think that fall would be a great launch for that game to be a cross-gen game similar to assassin's creed black flag a few years ago uh well i guess seven years six years ago at this point yeah but uh so watchdogs legion I'm very excited for this game, actually. When they announced this game, I thought it was, looked super cool. And actually, when the leaks were coming out saying that you could play as any freaking character, I was like, there's no way they're going to be able to do this. And then they showed it, and I was like, all right, this looks super I remember kind of cool. funny had that video with Greg Miller with all the grandmas. Yes. Yeah, yeah which is funny. But kind of. If, if they can get this to work right, this... This would be awesome because Watch Dogs 2 was super underrated in my opinion. I really liked Watch Dogs 2. Never play a Watch Dogs game. Watch Dogs 1, awful. Awful game. Don't play it. Not awful, but just not good. Uh, Watch Dogs 2, I really liked the setting. I liked the character. I liked liked everything they expanded on the gameplay. So Legion, I think, will improve every way, and I think it will get a 91. I will go with an 82, not knowing much about the series in the game. True. Uh, I know a lot of people liked uh, the second one, though. I'm being very kind to a lot of these. You are, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like... There's no way all these games are going to get 90s. I was like, that's a lot of 90s. There's only two I feel confident are getting 90s, to be honest with you. I'm feeling generous today. You get a 90, and you get a 90. Everybody gets a 90. All right. Uh, One of my most anticipated, I gave 77. (laughs) That's true. Uh... (laughs) Gods and Monsters is another one that doesn't have an official release date, but uh, it, we are assuming again that it'll come out in the fall. Uh, it may not, but this is just our it assumption. It was supposed to come out actually this coming month in yeah. February. And it's that game that looks very similar to uh, Breath, Breath of the Wild. Of the Wild. Yep. yep. Uh, so, ah, man, I think this is like an 83 type of game. I was going to say, I don't know how to judge. I was going to actually go on an 83 myself, too. 83, yeah, all right. Just because, like, I... I We've only seen two trailers of it. Yeah. Um, and it's tough to judge because they didn't really show like in-depth gameplay or any of that stuff. It got delayed. True. We haven't seen anything since then, so it's just like I, I don't know what to expect. I don't really know what the delay really was accounting for yeah. either. So True. I don't know. Just be a, it's weird to kind of guess that. Uh, our next one is Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is uh, confirmed for release in 2020 on PC. Uh, it's coming to Xbox later. Uh, I would assume it'll be. I assume it'll be a Series X launch title, but maybe not. Maybe a little later. Um, but Microsoft Flight Simulator, I'm very excited for. Uh, I love playing the original ones back in the day. I'm going to give this an 89. 89. I'll go with an 88. Uh, yeah. so, uh, Flight Simulators have always always been regarded very well. Uh, especially with their attention to detail, and this one obviously looks just gorgeous. Oh yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see if it, uh, if and when it does come to a console, what that series, uh, whatever it is, the Lockhart or the X, what that's gonna bring to the table as far as powerhouse when it comes to showing off that stuff. There's something I forgot um, that we didn't talk about: tactics. Um, Gears Tactics comes out 
as well. Oh, you're right. Um, it doesn't I know. A... I know it's only for PC. It doesn't have a release date though for console. Yeah. Um, oh, but I'm curious where you're kind of I thinking complete, on that. I yeah. completely forgot about. We looked. We looked at a few lists before we got yeah. it, and I know it didn't. It didn't announce that or Neo. So no. two games that are coming out that they didn't at all talk about. Yeah, I'll throw Gears Tactics in there next. So Gears Tactics, completely different genre for the Gears of War franchise. It's a uh, basically a strategy game like XCOM. Uh, very intrigued by this game, although I'm not an XCOM fan, so I probably won't play it. Uh, I may. It depends. It depends on... Because if it's truly like a 40-hour campaign, I don't know if I want to devote that kind of time to it. Uh, So Gears Tactics, I'm thinking, will be like an 82. I was thinking 87. 87? Yep. Um, Especially a lot of people hold XCOM 2 in such high regard. If it's really capitalizing on that, um, I guess, gameplay, I could really see that going off. And Gears of War's always had a very interesting story it might not be the story that i'm interested in but i know it has a continually developing world i know they're just diving deeper and deeper into it i love that franchise the story uh godfall is our next one our first playstation 5 appearance on this list uh godfall man it looks very interesting but randy pitchford just makes me want to punch a wall so i kind of just want to give a crap review just because it's him uh publishing this game it's not him making this game it's not gearbox developing it it's them just publishing it uh he actually made a comment on this game this week i didn't talk about this but he uh (laughs) he made a comment saying if you have something nice to say about godfall send it to the developer if you have something bad to say about godfall don't send it at all or just send it to me it's like Randy, shut up, dude. It's so annoying. I get tired of his freaking crap. And yes, now we're on Randy's corner where I just Is that what you want to call this section? Yeah. Randy's corner. Complain about Randy Pitchford constantly. Godfall 77. Eat it, Randy. Hmm. Lower than I anticipated for you. Actually, no, I was going to go 78. 78? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know anything about the game. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like the marketing of this uh what was it like action looter type yeah. thing like I, I, i'm i'm tired of cross genre type shit sorry i just yeah. want everything to be like a genre in my sense and i get it things have to evolve and maybe i just feel old in that sense yeah but i don't know anything about this game nothing nothing that's been shown to me i know there was some leaked footage from like a year ago that was on a pc was leaked or something like that yes but i didn't yeah. even want to watch it because i'm like that was a year ago why do i care from a year it's completely ago from different exactly yeah. yeah so so yeah. i i don't know anything surprise me that's all i have to say surprise me from what i'm thinking so that's the end of our wait that's not the end of our list. We have one more game, quite possibly the best game of 2020, and the game that will be the game of the year in 2020. This is 343's <laughs> Halo 3. Did that get game of the year? Yes, it did. Many game of the year awards. Not the ones that counted. Yes, it did. Shut <laughs> up. Halo 3 is the GOAT. Anyways, this is 343's Halo 3. You mark my words. What game is it? Why don't you this say what game it is? is Halo Jesus. Infinite. And I am very, very excited for this game. I think it will be not only 343's best Halo game, but the best Halo game in the franchise. And that is a lot to stand on. And I sure hope I don't eat my words uh, about 10 months from now. But... I'm sticking on my ground, and Halo Infinite will get a 98 on Metacritic. Just beating out Cyberpunk on my predictions. That's why I lowered Cyberpunk. Because hmm. I couldn't give it a 99. No, There's no way. It's, no game gets a 99 on Metacritic. I won. Came uh, close. Yeah. Breath of the Wild came very close. Yeah. Except so, for like two reviewers. Yeah. Um. So, so now, before you answer here, uh, just be mindful that... Uh, I might throw you out in the cold. That's fine. So uh, uh, I am I am not as confident with it. Um, at the moment, I'm sitting at an 89. What? An 89? That's just me personally. Oh, my gosh. This is 343's Halo 3. Did you not hear that? Those, that's that? you saying it. That's not them saying <laughs> that's it. That's me saying it. That means <laughs> a lot. You're really trying to will it into fruition. God, I am. I love that. Like I said, game. if it is something that will 
if there's something that's shown off that can change my mind, the only thing we've gotten thus far is just teasers. Two trailers, yes. Te- teasers, yes, exactly. And same thing, that's why I, I downgrade Godfall on theirs. Is It was just a teaser. I, and I honestly, I think I overrated Ghost of Tsushima too, because again, it's just teasers. True. I, I am a gameplay first kind of guy, and granted, I know you love the story of Halo, but I think Halo has probably the best... Uh, first-person shooting gunplay to my mind uh maybe respawn is a very close second or first you can maybe switch those out a lot of times yeah but um i just need to see that from a halo to see what the gameplay now looks like again which i know it'll be top notch but i just want to see the show off and we should get a good glimpse of that very soon because bonnie ross 343's head has said Every Halo game is getting a beta from now on, and they've talked very publicly about doing an insider-type program like they did for Master Chief Collection when they completely redid it. So that should be happening very soon, like this summer that should be happening. Maybe announced at E3 at the latest, but I, I see it being announced before that and actually playable maybe on the day of E3, like Microsoft saying, Phil Spencer saying, hey, Halo Infinite is playable right now in the insider program, which... I would lose my crap if that happened, but anyways. All right, so that's the end of our show, guys. I appreciate you guys coming out to the show uh, live. Uh, We really do appreciate it. Uh, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on YouTube. You can search us, Podcast PXN, on there. We're on Twitter, Podcast PXN, as well. Uh, Appreciate everyone coming out and supporting us. So much love, and keep on gaming. Deuces.